0: Hey friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, a bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29 <laughs> or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello and welcome back to I'm sorry with the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek and I I just have to get this part like out of my chest and off my chest, out of my chest, off my chest and in the podcast realm because it's been bugging me, it's on my mind and I I'm I guess I was just nervous because I thought this might make me start crying and I just like I don't like to be that tragic all the time you know what I mean but honestly I am just so tired of being sick and listen like I know I'm a sick kid I'm aware I have three chronic illnesses I'm I have other mental health shit but like what I think I forgot about with the joys of um, quarantine, you know, like what was that I didn't get that sick as much or maybe I just forget about it every year. Honestly, I don't know what it is, but like I got covid right and I like recover from covid, whatever. And now I have like the sore throat and I'm just hoping it goes away by tomorrow because I do have plans Thursday, Friday and Saturday and I'm just hoping, a tentative Friday, but hopefully. And so I just, I I don't, I just don't want to cancel. Now, let me tell you about some good things that are going on. Um, I tried crumble cookies and this is like a TikTok sensation for me. I feel like there is always somebody on my For You page, like enjoying one of these cookies. And I was like, I need this. Granted, Kimberly Como did give me a part of one of her crumble cookies on her 30th birthday. You see, the th- the problem was I remember enjoying it, but I did drink a lot of wine that day and I don't really remember everything. So it's like, uh, you know, like, it's fine. So I went and I got my parents cookies. So, you know, like they let me live here for free. So every once in a while, I like to like do something nice for them. And so I, I brought home these cookies, which honestly, I think I ended up eating most of them, but they were so fucking good. I, the hype is real. They were better. So when I picked them up, they were warm, but like I, I picked them up at like 10 a.m. or something and I didn't want to eat them at 10 a.m., which no judgment, no judgment ever. I did have like a churro that day, like I literally ate a churro at like eight in the morning or something that day. So I just want you to know that like I am not being high and mighty and I'm not passing judgment. The reason I probably didn't have a 10 a.m. cookie is because of the churro I had eaten at 8 a.m. And so um, more on that later. So anyways, um, I got the crumble cookies and um, I had it not heated up and it was good. But then they were sitting on top of the microwave and I was microwaving something and then I took a, a piece of one and I was like, oh, shit, this thing warmed up is fucking fantastic. So I I was nervous because I'm like, oh, is this one of those things that they're just gonna hype it up and then it's gonna be like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like people do that all the time with food, but it really was a 10 out of 10 to me. Also, I saw a new therapist and I saw him at 6 a.m. on Monday. And I just thought maybe I would like that because I I am a morning person. In my core, once I'm up, I am up and I love it. It's just that, like I said, like I've just been so sick that I'm trying to grasp on to like, every bit of sleep I can. So I liked I actually did like the 6 a.m. therapy session. It was pretty cool. And I mean, this one was mostly just like, you know, how the first therapy session goes. Or if you don't, it's basically them just like getting the questions down and getting your history and all that stuff. So um, I decided to move to the afternoons because I was like, this was fun. This was fun. I love this experience for us. But I need to be able to like sleep an extra bit if I need to for whatever fucking stupid ass sickness I have going on. But anyways, I think I'm going to like him. I'm hoping that I don't have I broke up with my therapist part four coming up. Um, Literally, since I started at um, my my job I have right now and I'm on their insurance, I have had this is my fourth therapist. And that makes me sound psychotic. And I don't love that narrative for me. But in reality, like, It really does just take like you have to find somebody like you like, you know. And as we know, if you go back into episodes, my first therapist here broke up with me. My second one was constantly accusing me of not paying her. And that was like a whole thing. And I was like, I paid you. And then my third one was the one who told me like when I when I was asking for help. And I said, I don't know. I'm just having all these like negative thoughts. And she's like, well, maybe you should just stop. And I was like, oh. What? So um? anyways, that's been my journey so far. But I have a feeling that this guy's going to be better. This is the only second time I've had a male therapist. So I'm really interested to see that dynamic. But I, I think it's going to work out. I'm putting all my energy into it because I just really want to feel better. It's just that, you know, I, I'm a therapy advocate myself. Obviously, I talk about it all the time. I think that everybody should go to therapy. I think the world would be a way better place if everybody went to therapy. Like, ugh. I think the Bumble experience would be a lot easier if everybody went to therapy. You know what I mean? Um, but <laughs> anyways, I just um, I'm really excited. wanted to share that with you all. So hopefully she'll be like less depressy although I haven't I will say I'm in a significantly better place and I had mentioned this to Scotland that it was fun talking to the therapist because I like had to go through my whole history and I was like wow you know it's kind of fun to see how far I've really come I'm like yeah I went through some like really tough shit but like I don't emote in the same ways that I was emoting in like 2019 or 2020 or even 2021 you know what I mean like She's just a whole new person, you guys. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, although I'm sitting here still complaining about my health, but like, we'll get over it. I will want to say this. I took some fucking action, though. Usually when it comes to my health, I just kind of bitch, you know, and complain, which is fair. Let me. I've been through shit. But this time I was like, absolutely not. I don't want to get sick again. I bought a fucking air purifier. I still need to go pick it up from Target. Drive up. The girls that get it, get it. You know, the girls that don't, don't. And um, I bought like hella fucking vitamins. So now I'm like taking vitamins and I'm like taking my medications, which is not always the case for me. And I'm just like getting my fucking shit together. okay? because I don't want to be sick anymore. I want to live a very like full, healthy and happy life. And so the only way for me to do that is for uh, for myself to show up and try to. So she's trying okay and let's just be on this journey let's be on this 2022 energy where like i'm not fucking around these days you know what i mean we're proud of me um i so and and on this whole like fucking we're doing better shit um i bought the book girl on fire because i follow the champagne diet on instagram um her name's carol i don't i want to pronounce her last name wrong but um one of my coworkers actually when i was going through my breakup was like you should listen to this podcast it's really like helping me through so i was so i was listening to it um through that it's called style your mind and i really really enjoyed it and i was like i like this bitch i like the words coming out of her mouth Like she was one of my like comfort podcasts where I would like listen to it when I really was like, I can't listen to music right now because it's making me fucking sad. And I need something to like, I need to feel like someone's with me and I'm not alone. And so I would listen to her, which I hope I do for you guys. You know what I mean? I hope you don't feel alone when you're talking to me and we're just chatting girl chat. You know what I mean? Like, I love that for us. So anyways, I listened to her podcast and then now I honestly it's because I keep getting sick and I keep getting headaches and so I'm like I can't fucking look at my phone that much so I was like I need to read books like she needs to fucking read these days so um anyway so I bought this book and I'm only I'm I'm only a few chapters in but she talks about celebrating successes and I just wanted to bring this up because I think it's one of these things that I love to talk about because I in huge on celebrating successes whether it's my own or my friends like I'm the first person if you fucking tell me that you found two matching socks like I'll throw you a sock party like that's so exciting to me like You start a new job, you, you know, get a new pet, you get a new boyfriend. Like, I'm fucking in it. I want I want to know every single detail. I'm so excited for you. Like, I love it. I genuinely love it. Like, it was something I told Scotland like early on where I was like, I literally want to know about your whole day. Like, I want to know everything. Like, you saw an exciting like star in the sky. I want to hear about it. Like, you know, your dog did something cute. Take a video and send it to me, I want to I genuinely care. And I think that celebrating successes gets such a bad rep, too, because it's like, when something good happens, you're so hesitant to like post about it because it feels like braggy or whatever. Like I remember this and I think I probably talked about this actually in my thousand downloads, you know, post and all that stuff. And I did the whole shebang, got the nothing but cakes and the candles and all that shit. And I loved it because I was like, this is something that I worked hard for. And And the only reason it happened was because of my following on social media and on the podcast and my friends. So like, I want to share this with them and we shouldn't be fucking ashamed of that. Like, you should feel good about celebrating good things that happened to you. Okay, listen, like if, if, you know, if you got married and you want to post every single wedding photo, guess what? I'm looking at every single wedding photo. Is it because I love weddings? Maybe. Is it because I'm interested in the outfits? Absolutely. but I'm also just genuinely happy for you. Did you guys know that Arby's created a french fry, french fry flavored vodka? I mean I get it because like obviously vodka is potatoes and all that shit, but like I might have to get back into my vodka phase and and be into this. I don't really drink a lot of hard alcohol in general, but if I do I'd probably fuck with tequila first, which is wild and ratchet, obviously. But vodka is like a second love. I don't think I could ever take a shot of vodka again because immediately I feel like I'm dying. But I I could fuck with a shot of tequila still. I mean, the really the creme de la creme, if I'm going to do a shot right now, is what my lovely friend Ryan taught me in college, which is a dirty Girl Scout, which is a shot of um, peppermint schnapps chased with chocolate sauce so like that's really to me if I'm doing if I'm forced into a shot and we have that available I'm into it or I'll do tequila but I'm not gonna do vodka but I might I might if it's gonna taste like a french fry I'm into it I saw this TikTok of a girl who was like chasing a shot with like a McDonald's cheeseburger and I felt that in my soul spiritually and emotionally I was like I don't know who this girl is but like I fuck with her like I feel like smashly in her would be very close. You know what I mean? So, just want to share that little like fun tidbit about um <laughs> about Arby's, which is fun. I like what if other places, like what if Taco Bell's like here is a beefy five-layer vodka? You know what I mean? And um <laughs> I think that could be something. I don't I don't know what Although I will say, I mean, like, Taco Bell kind of already has alcohol with their cantinas, and I I think they're delicious. I think that their little fruity drinks are, like, a 10 out of 10. But, like, I'm a basic bitch. I'll fuck with a fruity drink all day, every day. You give me something that tastes like alcohol, I'm not fucking drinking that. But you want to put that, like, seven shots of tequila into, like, a blended margarita and pretend like it's a, you know... A slushy drink. Fuck yeah. You've got me. I'm locked in. I am locked the fuck in. Anyways, I don't quite know how I got on the alcohol subject. Honestly, I'm so out of it. Like, it's a fun day. It's a fun day. It's just that like, I barely can't like I can't swallow. (laughs) It hurts. And so eating has been like this weird experience because I'm hungry. And I feel like this is right now, like my mom's like busting out some of her best work. And I feel, I feel stressed because it's like the times that I can't eat, like she made my favorite meat and we had it two nights in a row and it's like good on its own, but it's better in a taco, in my opinion. So we had it the first night and then we had it with tacos the second night and I'm like, this is so difficult. And then today she's making calzones. It's like, t- this is such a good menu and I'm sitting here wasting it on my like chunky throat. It's frustrating. I've only had this since like I woke up with it. I what was that Monday, no. Sun, Sunday. So I feel like it's on its way out. I was like, did I fucking catch the new variant of COVID? Genuinely, you guys, this is an I'm sorry what, first ever thing that I've done while recording the podcast. Well, Scotland called again in um in the pod, and I needed a break because it's like. It's just hard to talk when your throat hurts, obviously. But then I was like, oh, I think my mom said calzone time was 6 p.m. So I literally like took a dinner break in the middle of the podcast, which I've never done. I'm like, I gotta like do the whole thing together. I don't want to like lose the vibes, you know. But we just we did that. So, you know, we're getting back into it. It's fine. I know there was other things I was gonna talk about, but I wanna skip to the question of the week because I finally got my shit together and did it. And I wanted to ask about this like M&M controversy. So in case you don't know, M&M's has historically had like an all-male M&M posse, right? Except for the green M&M. That was a female and she had these like nice like boots, stiletto boots. You know, she was sassy. She was pretty hot for a chocolate, you know, candy. And then the brown M&M was also a female and she was hot too. And then this uproar came and, you know, they were like, maybe we shouldn't sexualize an M&M, right? Which, you know, I don't know what that conversation was like. I don't know who was protesting this and, you know, but if this is the hill that you wanted to die on, that candy shouldn't be sexy, congratulations. You have won. The green M&M now has sneakers, which what's pissing me off about this is that why aren't sneakers still sexy? A white pair of sneaks are an essential outfit, you know, accessory in the last couple of years. Like I myself wear my white sneaks with all sorts of cute outfits. I've got like the floral dresses with the white sneakers. Sometimes I wear like jeans, a white top, black blazer white, you know, sneakers. Like I I think that the memo here is missing why is it that the sneakers are not sexy? It's annoying me. I don't like it. I don't appreciate this narrative. I think that I look pretty damn hot in my fucking white sneakers and so does the green M&M. So I asked this week on question of the week what everyone thinks about this hoopla about it. Um, answer, necessary, no. Big deal, also no. Yes. it is. There's a whole different part of this. It's like Was the change, like, was it such a big deal that this has changed? Like, this made so many headlines, and it's like, honey, relax. Um, I'm a fan. I like how she's less sexualized. I think that's fair, too, although here I was sitting and saying that she's still sexy. But I I get the call out. I get the whole, like, the only Eminem that was, like, a woman, per se, was, like, overly sexualized and when we look at women in general we are constantly overly sexualized and it's frustrating it really is it's 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 an annoying narrative so I totally get that I totally get that I'm nostalgic for the OG but the new one evolves at the time that's fair that's very fair it's also like you know um, everyone's gonna be pissed when you change something like you know the m logo is not even the same logo from years ago you know like everybody changes everybody goes to new things and people always get super pissed about it and then we come to get comfortable with it and then they change it again and then we get pissed again it's just like it's the system of America like overall I feel like the answer is who cares? You know, which is a nightmare. When you, when I used to do like social media, if someone would comment like, who cares? It's like, it's like stabbing a social media post. It's like, just don't, just don't comment if you don't care. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> also, you guys, I'm getting my, sorry, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but I'm getting my first haircut since 2018. Feel free to judge me. Feel free to throw up. Feel free to have your full judgments. I, I'm here, I understand, I support. The thing The thing is, is like my sister dyes my hair, right? So like I kind of forget about the rest of, the, of that, what comes with that, you know? Like obviously you go and you get your whole hair done. So like when my roots were coming trashy, normally I would like go and get my hair done, get my hair cut. But the last time I did it was when I moved to Oregon, I got those bangs, everyone remembers the bangs. Uh, Listen, I I love bangs. I do think bangs look good on me, but I don't think they look good with my blonde hair. Now that I have my brown hair, however, because I think sophomore year of college, oh wait, no, junior year of college, when I was rocking my fucking bangs, that was a power season for me and I stand by it. I think junior year of college was one of my favorite years of college and I think that my hair looked fucking great. A lot of bad shit happened that year. Do not get me wrong and do not get me started on the fucking shit that went down that year. But overall, I had a great fucking time. I loved it. I loved the bang energy. Um, my best friend Julie will often remind me that I did not love it and I hated it because I was not good at the bang maintenance. Um, cause having to cut my own bangs and like have them not in my eyeballs was frustrating. And then it takes a long time for them to grow out, blah, blah, blah. And I hear her. She's not wrong. I just want it to be said here. Now it's live. It's recorded. She knows she's not wrong. That being said, I do kind of miss the bang era, but I'm thinking about going for curtain bangs instead, like a baby step. It's like a gateway drug to the bangs and they're just like the little swoops on the side. And I feel like that's what I'll start with. I'm bum because I really love I love me with long hair personally. I know I've gone through eras of short hair and I hear you, I see you short hair stands. I I'm with you. I just personally like my hair long. So I I'm hoping she can keep it long I mean obviously it's dead as fuck which is why I was like I think in the last Instagram post I did like I had up close of my hair and I was like ooh, girl <laughs> that shit is stringy as fuck like get your shit together so anyway so I'm gonna like do that and and get my life together so like obviously if you have any thoughts and you want to weigh in feel free I'm I'm ready to hear everyone's input I say that with a warning that I might not listen But I do want to hear it. I am interested. So anyways, I'm super excited to get a haircut. That's happening next week. So expect all the extra as fuck TikToks. By the way, I'm getting close to 2,000 followers on TikTok, which is so exciting to me. I know people have like tens of thousands or whatever, but like we just talked about celebrating successes. Like I live for this. I'm so excited. So I've been telling Scotland, I'm like, what do I do? And then I sometimes be like, what should we do if I hit 2,000 followers? I'm like, I don't know, maybe like he wants to celebrate it with me. I feel like he's been a part of the TikTok journey. So anyways, if you have any ideas on what I or we should do when I hit 2,000 followers and I'm saying when to manifest it, I'm at like 1,700 right now. So I'm getting there. If you haven't followed me on TikTok, please do. I'm I'm hoping to get there. The wedding tips are popping off. It's been very fun. Um, yeah. Anyways, so. All of that good stuff. All of that good stuff. I know I didn't get to hot gossip and I only have like a little bit. I know there's shit going on. Like I know Taylor like kind of cuts cussed someone out on social media. Like basically some dude tried to say that Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs and she was basically like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Which I literally I live and breathe for that. But I don't know enough about it, so I'll talk about it next week. Um, but Nick and Priyanka are having a baby via surrogate, and that was like hot in the big news. So now some Someone pointed out on TikTok, I will not claim this, that now that there are three and she, they all had girls. So there are three Jonas sisters. So we could get another band, which I don't even know if they would encourage their own kids to do that. Like Kevin, for sure, because he's like, we still need to make the money. You know what I mean? But the rest of them, maybe not. <laughs> As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was, it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about like all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not going to want to go out to the store. So why would you want to go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, This is the way to do it. Okay. You get each month, you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I want to use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com. Plus, you are going to get. 50% 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at AshleySleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley SLEEK on Instagram. I'm so sorry, you guys. I hope it doesn't feel like I'm trying to power through the podcast because I'm not. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Like, I have so much to talk to you guys about. I'm so excited to do it. It's just that, like, it's causing me some pain. And I feel like my voice just sounds so weird. But we're not going to deal with insecurities today because I have very big exciting news. And that is that my Bumble profile has officially been deleted. That's right, bitches. You can no longer find me on Bumble. And in honor of that, in honor of that big big move that was made of course I'll tell you the story of how it was made because it was very fucking cute in my opinion um but first of all in honor of um in honor of my bumble being deleted I would like to tell a story about one of our fallen soldiers you know someone who didn't quite make the cut because I was talking I told this story to Julie and I was like I need to tell this on the podcast and she's like I think you should wait and like do a compilation of like all your like most embarrassing, you know, bumble stories. But the problem was, is that I met Scotland and um, he really ruined that. So uh, I I no longer have all of my uh, embarrassing moments. I just have embarrassing moments with him, which I would argue are are equally as interesting. Right. But here's the deal. OK, so back back in the in the bumbles. OK, so remember the guy that got mad at me About not wanting to have kids. Like, remember the vicious guy who was like, give me babies. And I was like, what? I just need you guys to know that in this time, okay, this guy collected Pokemon cards. Okay? And when we're talking about ignoring flags, okay? And listen, listen. If you're out there and you're like, Ashley, what the fuck? I collect Pokemon cards. You're being so mean. I hear you. Paired with all this other stuff, though, if you collect Pokemon cards, then you don't get to be crazy, okay? You don't get to be fucking nuts about your mom needing grandkids, okay? You're already crazy because you collect Pokemon cards. There's only so much people can handle, okay? And I I think you should be yourself completely, but I think that you can't come with too many variables, okay? I know that I come with fucking baggage, I'm aware, but I think that there are other things that balance that shit out. So you gotta have the balance out. So anyways, you guys, this guy collected Pokemon cards as a full-blown adult, and I would sit there and I would pretend with all of my, all of my heart to give a fuck about the new Pokemon card that he got. And I'm not joking. I would be like, oh, that's so, that's so cool that that one's got, that that one's shiny. It's really cool that that one sparkles. Um, And yeah, so I just want you guys to know that I was literally out here trying my hardest for a guy who collected pokemon cards okay and let me say this my standards rose and rose and rose and then i found scotland so now it's like standards are high obviously um really lucked out on that one but like and he does not make me he does not make me look up pokemon cards and here's the deal What's fun about Scotland, because I think it's really important, and I said this in the last podcast, like, it's important for people to, like, care about what you care about. The fun thing about Scotland is I genuinely do care about what he cares about. So I don't have to sit there and fake it. And listen, listen, I would argue, okay, this would be a bold statement. I think that me faking the interest in Pokemon cards... Was just as hard, if not harder, than faking an orgasm. Okay, what? I think they're on a similar playing field. That was rough. I was a Pokemon gr- Bitch, what? So I just want to say, if you find yourself in a situation where you're caring about Pokemon cards, for a bare minimum man, get it together. I'm so glad, so glad I did not let this take over my soul. And just in honor of my Bumble profile being deleted... That is my fun Pokemon story. And I guarantee you no one is more embarrassed than me. Am I so not prepared for the level of shit I'm going to get from Scotland when he hears about this? No, not at all. Not at all. So anyways, let me tell you about um, getting rid of my Bumble profile. So it's funny because, okay, so there's some things I like cut out of the podcast, right, obviously. And last week I had talked about like... How do you guys know when you're supposed to like delete your bubble profiles, right? Like at what point in your relationship or like your talking ship or whatever the fuck it is, you know, situation ship hear here is what they're calling it these days on the streets. Like at what point do you know to delete your bubble profile, right? The reason I took it out was because I had like offhand mentioned this during my Aki Swirl Night, you know, to, to, to Scotland about like, well, we still have our bubble profiles. You know what I mean? Like I was being snarky about it. I didn't mean to be. But I was so then I was like, I can't just like go drop that and then bring it back up on the podcast and sound extra like crazy. You know what I mean? Listen, you you try to minimize your crazy. okay? so I was like, oh, I don't want to come off this way. But like in my mind, it was it wasn't like bothering me so much, but I knew it was going to make me feel better to know. Oh, because this is what I did. And I admitted this to him, so I know it's crazy. and It's fair. So what happened was, was like one night I went back on my Bumble because I was like, I just had this thought. I was like, what if this guy's fucking playing me? Like, what if he really is too good to be true? And he's actually up here like he knows I'm not on my Bumble profile. So he's like changing his fucking pictures and swiping and shit. Right. So I go back on. okay I go back on his profile and Bumble had changed like. So originally your first profile picture was kind of just like. It was cropped, so it was like chest up, basically. And so his was just like the top, like basically just from his like shoulders up, right? So I've never seen the full body photo. That was his first picture. But when I clicked on his profile, he had a full body photo. And I was like, this motherfucker. This motherfucker has been playing my ass. I've been singing his praises on the podcast. And this fucker is out here changing his profile pictures, right? And then I was like, wow. I was like, okay, I'm going to do some detective work. So obviously I have a screen recording of his profile, like that I sent to like, you know, all of my girlfriends. So I go back through our chats, I like compare the two and I'm like, "Oh, I'm a fucking idiot." Like it's literally the same photo just cropped. So anyways, I like freaked out for no reason, which was fun. And then um <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm like insecure about this." I hate that. Like I was like, "I want this, but I I knew it was a little I felt it was a little too soon for me to be like stern about it and be like fucking Can you delete this profile? So I was like, listen, I put the vibes out there. I've cracked the jokes. Ball's in his court. When he deletes it, whatever. So then we're in his room on Friday night. And he comes in. And he just, like, hands me his phone. And it, like, took me a second to, like, register what was happening. And I looked at it. And it was, like, sign up for Bumble. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Is this how he ends up with me? He's like, hey. I know we just drank, like, no, you just drank a bottle of champagne, but I'm gonna need you to get the fuck out, you know, and, like, sign up for Bumble, like, you're back, bitch. And I'm like, oh, my God, I never left. Um, but it was him showing me that he deleted his profile, and I was so excited, of course. You know me. I'm fucking too much, right? So I'm super excited about that. And then... Um, I I deleted mine right away, which I only have regrets because I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I would have gone back and like screenshotted some of like the other crazy messages to do like a big goodbye to Bumble episode, you know, and I don't want to get cocky about that because like, listen, a week from now, I could be right back on it. We could not work out. So this is a goodbye for now, of course, and hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, I don't I mean, that's always the goal, right? Like you meet somebody to delete it and you hope you don't have to get back on it. So. Um, so far so good, but anyways, okay, also I want to talk about this because I feel like this is an underrated thing that a lot of people don't talk about and maybe it's just me, but I feel like there's a different level of attraction that you get for someone when you see them working and I don't just mean like I know there's, I know there's things about like watching them do housework and clean and all that shit, right, but I'm talking about doing their job like the job that they like to do low key a sexy as fuck I'm just saying I'm just saying and maybe you don't feel the same way but I think you should because I decided to go watch Scotland out at his work and I was like oh my god I am so attracted to this guy right now like listen This wasn't like I'm going to take my pants off right here in the middle of the parking lot. okay? I'm not talking about that. It's not completely far off either, but I'm just saying it was more like my heart was melting. It was like hurting my heart on the inside. It was the point where I called a kid cute and I meant it. I meant it. I was on the phone with Kim. I was like, oh, my God, this kid is so cute. And she was like, what? And I was like, what? I don't know what's happening to me. But this is this is what I'm saying. Maybe if you just need to feel a little sparky spark, maybe you just bring your, bring your girlfriend, situationship, wife to work day and see how it is. Unless work is a point of contention in your relationship, then I don't think that will work. I don't think that will work. But if it's not, and you've never seen them work before, it's just like, it's like, you're know, doing something that they love. I don't think I would be as sexy like I don't think watching me like take meetings and make jokes about how like you know important I am it would attract anybody I don't then again I don't know maybe Scotland thinks listening to the podcast is really hot I've never asked him but I feel like that's fair maybe if he watched me do an episode he'd be right there like falling in love with me I have no idea I that maybe a live podcast recording with him is really is really what I need to just like seal the deal <laughs> Um, so anyways, I just wanted to, like, throw that out out there. Um, also, I learned this on TikTok. So, obviously, I'm off Bumble right now, like I mentioned, and I know if you're, like, stop fucking saying that, I hear you. I understand. That was annoying. I will shut the fuck up. But I want to tell you that I learned on TikTok when the most popular time is to Bumble, and I guess it's Sundays around 7 p.m., which is really interesting. So, I guess, like, the, like, math or science or whatever behind this is that... People like feel their loneliest on Sunday nights because like they're getting the Monday scaries like it's kind of the day where you want to just like hang out and cuddle which is actually very fair because you're kind of like Sundays aren't a big like event day per se like unless I'm doing brunch that which sometimes turns into ratchet wine tasting like that's probably about all I'm doing on a Sunday. I mean, I'll do my grocery shopping on Sunday, which I know people think I'm like fucking insane for, but I live for it and I will continue to do Sunday shopping and just don't judge me. And, um, but yeah, like Sunday's a day where you're kind of just like, uh, I'm prepping for the week. Kind of wish someone was here. Kind of want to just like relax. So it totally makes sense. So if you're back on Bumble, I recommend via TikTok Sundays at 7pm. I guess that's the money. Also like I don't know I just feel like people I think I talked about this in my last episode but I think I ended up cutting it out but I just I just want you guys to know to not be like too discouraged I think it takes time and I don't know what like the bumble like I don't know what the secret is to online dating like it's very stressful and it's a lot of work but I think if you just keep like trying hopefully something will work out and you know I just want everybody to be really happy I it's been nice being happy I'm enjoying it so I just want that same love for everybody else so I say don't get discouraged and keep doing it. I also realized, like, listen, I'm at 37 minutes here thinking that I was like, am I even going to get through five minutes of this podcast? But well, we always do that. But I've just been nothing but sick. But I will do the I'm sorry what moment of the week because we can't miss out on it. No, no, no. And this one, like, this is another thing I saw on TikTok. OK, somebody said you are more emotionally mature if you just treat your birthday like a normal ass day. Listen, if you're boring, just say that, right? That's like my favorite TikTok right now is people just, is that sound where it's like, if you're boring, just say that. If somebody tried to tell me I lacked emotional maturity because I celebrate my birthday month, week, and day, go fuck yourself. Just because you are not as exciting and entertaining as me does not mean that I need to lower my standards for you. Okay, listen. I get it. Some people don't like to celebrate their birthday. That's fine. You and I are not the same. And you do, you are not better than me because you don't want to celebrate your birthday. I don't give a fuck. For me, my birthday is a big deal. I also take it as a day where I can throw a party and be surrounded by my friends and I can, like, treat them to something, too. You know, like, I I mean, it's hard because birthdays get expensive, blah, blah, blah. And I totally get that. And, like, you know, that part sucks. And, um, I never want to make people like spend money on me that again, I do it once a year. so like I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I didn't this year. I was just like, come and have this big party. I want to thank everybody because it was such a shitty year. like it was so tough and like I really needed my friends for so much shit this year that like I really wanted to have you know, this party, whatever. Anyways, I don't need to justify myself to you or anybody else. I love my birthday, and I'm gonna celebrate it. It's an I'm a younger sibling. It's an all eyes on me day. So yeah, I'm gonna take it. And if it makes me feel good to get dressed up and have drinks with my friends and take pictures and be extra, then it makes me happy. So get the fuck out of my way. Nobody thinks you're cool because you don't celebrate your birthday. Okay. Okay, my friends, I am – I'm going to go die now. I'm bummed to say that. I hope I wake up and feel better tomorrow. I want to do my plans this week. I want to, like, go to dinner Thursday. I want to go see Scotland on Friday. and I want to go wine tasting on Saturday. So send me good vibes that, like, I breeze past this cold and – or whatever it is. I'm actually kind of thinking it's allergies, to be honest, because, like, the weather is changing and, like, that makes the most sense. So I've been popping NyQuil's and I'm going to pop a a Benadryl right after this and we'll see how it goes, but – anyways, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It literally means the world to me. Thank you for giving me a platform and letting me like fucking talk about shit that I need to talk about. And thank you for listening and it resonating with you. And yeah, anyways, I just I love I love the shit out of you guys. Okay, bye.